Hey, welcome everybody to the Keek or the Fox and Keek podcast. I'm Kiko. I'm the Fox. And uh, yeah, man, it is. What's today? Today is the 16th. Oh yeah. Of August. It's around. It's almost uh, 11. And uh, how's how's your day been, dude? Like, it's been pretty good. How's how was how was your weekend? Um, pretty eventful shit going on. I mean. The sports world is buzz for Portland right now, big time. Oh yeah, dude, we got we got uh, what the Timbers winning the MLS tourney for sure, and then we got Portland making it in into the playoffs. What I thought was really incredible about Portland winning was that uh, we came short against Seattle last year in the championship, and they got eliminated in this tournament early, and then we went on to get a cup. Money for the team, and uh, Concat Perth on top of it. It just drives me nuts. I, like I can't believe how well we're doing in such a short span. Dude, like that's I didn't know all that. I knew that we got cash, but I didn't know any, all the rest of the stuff that we got for winning the tourney. That's Timbers cool. are doing amazing though. As long as we, as long as any time we can, uh, we can uh, stick it to the Sounders. It's always good. Yes. Fucking hate Seattle. <laughs> Rose City till I die. All day. All day, every day. And then you got Dame being like a madman these last like five games to get us into the playoffs. Yes. 61. Pouring those points on like no man has done before. Man, he, he went on a tear since that Clippers game. You know, after he missed first the free throws and then he missed the three point to tie the game. He works so hard. Like I mean, he hasn't had the greatest free throw game, admittedly. But he, you can see that he's practicing, and his shots are becoming more fluid, and he looks amazing out there on the court. No, it's just it's just that, like, yeah, I mean, like, I agree. It's just the man just has this worth work ethic that I don't think uh, right now not many people in the NBA have. The only reason I brought up the free throws is because he's so damn good at everything else. There's... There's nothing wrong with the guy. He's MVP certified. I Dude, believe that for a fact. Like legit, he uh, he's a like a ninety percent free throw shooter. So I mean, like it was shocking that he missed both of them. But I mean, like if you think about it, I think he played that whole second half. He's either driving it to the rim so, or hitting it from half court. That's what he's just amazing. So like legit, like I, I mean, it sucked that that we lost that game. But I mean, it's understandable that we missed. He missed them. He was probably tired. And then fucking Skip Bayless has the audacity to talk shit about him. What was Skip saying? Oh, so you haven't heard about this? I haven't. Alright, so like apparently, um, I guess it all stems back into May from like, uh, Dame said, he's like, you know, I don't want to go to the bubble unless we have a shot to make the playoffs or else I'm not playing, which is understandable. It's like, why risk... Why risk uh, injury for meaningless games? It's like JR says, high risk, high reward. Exactly. So it's like, so he was saying that he ain't going to play if they didn't have a risk. So, like, some people took it, like, kind of, like, as, uh, like, complaining and nagging. But it's like, it. I think it's a legit gripe. I'm it shows that. that he cares about not only himself, but his teammates. Mm-hmm. He thinks about the health and safety of others, which is commendable as a leader for a team. And so, like, Skip kind of, like, I guess he's how he's had a problem since then because he kind of puts that up. He, 
during the whole the whole early quarantine stage where everybody was had to be at home, all like the talking heads had to stay at home and shit. So they're like, I don't know if our if our sports ever gonna come back. You know what's gonna happen, blah blah. blah. So it stems from that. So after the Clippers game, they uh, Skip was saying that why is Dame considered this great player when you know he hasn't done anything and does he really deserve that super in front of Star? And you know Dame was like, put some fucking respect on my name. Yes. You know so and like they started beefing like. And Recognize the talent and the hard work. You know, these guys so put like. In. I, I, I don't I don't like Skip and I, I haven't liked Skip since he started doing the whole trolling thing on LeBron and stuff like back in his Miami days so seems like he's just trying to get cheap heat for it, recognition yeah yeah there you go dude that's exactly what he's doing he's trying to get cheap heat that's exactly what he's doing so they're so they're fighting back and forth and like after uh, I think a sixty one point game you know everybody was like on Twitter calling Skip out good you know so it's sometimes funny. people deserve to hear mm hmm. If you can dish it out, you might as well take it as well. Well, yeah, exactly. You're in, especially going to be a little troll. Exactly. You're going to be a fucking troll. Might as well be straight up and honest with everybody about it. Yeah. Do you have you uh, seen any movies? Anything? Um, I just like personally, I've been watching Japanese horror lately. Yeah. What like, are, What uh, exactly you been watching? Checked out Ringu Zero. It's supposed to be like a prequel to. The original Ring movie. I uh, checked out Dark Water, and just recently I was trying to watch the Complex. I got halfway through it. And it's all Japanese horror, right? Not the, yes. uh, any American remakes. No, it's uh, pretty much the film source of what American horror has been trying to go to in mm. the past few years. I will go on the record and say I fucking hate the American version of the Ring. Really? Yeah, yeah, I don't like it at all. Like it's. To me, it's not scary. It's not like, it's not good. I understand that now because I'm actually discovering these hidden gems that I've never witnessed in my life. I mean, I uh, I was in what the tenth grade, so I was like sixteen when it came out. Everybody in hi- in our high school was like, "It's the scariest movie ever!" <laughs> blah blah blah, and I was like, so I got hyped up for it because horror is my favorite genre. Yeah, you know, so I got hyped up for it. Cause I was like, I haven't seen a fucking good scary movie in forever, so. You have all these people saying about... I think I didn't see it until like two weeks after it was in theaters. And people were just saying how scary it was. And then me and my buddy went to go see it. And we were just like, this is fucking stupid. (laughs) This is dumb. And like, the only scary part that we actually jumped to was the dead girl in the closet. Okay. Like at the very beginning. An interesting fact about it though. Even if the film isn't great, uh, it was filmed in Astoria, Oregon. Was it? No, I didn't know that. That's a cool little tidbit. I mean, it's close to home, even if it did suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I fucking hate that movie, dude. Like, every time we're talking about horror movies, I always like to say that that's an overrated piece of shite. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I I would agree with you saying that the, the Japanese version is probably better. Yeah. Because I like the tension and what they do... Uh, Leading up to their scares in the yeah. Japanese horror rather than the American horror. Yeah. Well, that's cool, dude. Like, I, I need to start getting into more Japanese horror. Like, I don't really watch much Japanese horror as is. I should start getting into it because, 
don't think there's been really anything scary, scary in America. I feel like it's more psychological. I mean, they do have the the visceral, viral horror, but it's it plays more upon like the scenery and the psychological aspects of the story. Have you ever seen like like the French extremity horse movies? Mm-hmm. No. Like, how are you? How good are you with like extreme like gore and violence? I'll give it a shot. You should watch it because, like, um, the new French extended that's what they call it, but it should be, like, just normal French horror now because it's that's what they've been calling for, like, the past ten years. Is It's just, like, okay. extreme violence. Ex- everything turned up to 11, but it's good. It's good. It's good. Sweet. It's good. Um, are you, gonna, uh, you should check out Martyrs. Martyrs. Yeah, that one's really good. Okay. I don't really want to spoil anything. Put these on my notes because I want to watch them. Yeah, it's called Martyrs. And uh and yeah, yep. And then um one that's good but like if you actually start to like deep dive into it it kind of doesn't make any sense. Um I can't remember what it's called, but it's about this like uh this chick goes out to uh with her friend to go to her family's like farm and like a killer is after them. Okay. And like they have to uh and they're running away from the killer. That's all I pretty much want to say without spoiling it. Okay. I can't remember what it's called, but I'll look it up later. Sweet. And I'll I'll figure out I'll figure out what it's called. And um, that one's good Please. too. But like I said, if you deep dive into it, it kind of doesn't make sense. And if you ever watch it, you'll I see why. I love horror so much, so I appreciate you telling me about these so I can go look for more. Um, there's one that's like, it's not really like horror horror. It's just really kind of like psychological. It's called Irreversible. Okay. Um. It starts from like the end to the beginning instead of beginning to end, so it's that's why it's called irreversible. That's so, neat. Yeah, so it's like you see the fucked up shit first, and then you kind of and then it's you. It's like a horror looper. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's 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 through, it, it's fucking. There's 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 this one scene that will not tell you because like you either gonna be put off by it or you know so it. Pleasantly <laughs> surprised. Yeah, it's, it's no bueno, but like yeah, it's actually it was pretty good. But yeah, like all that French extremity horror stuff, like you should check that out. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. What else? Uh, what? Have you seen any TV lately? Any? Hmm. I think uh, the last show I was trying to watch was Westworld, but I didn't finish it though. Dude, I I need to finish the first season's finale. That's where I'm at. That's where we're at. Me and my wife. Uh, shoot. I can't. What season are they on now? I can't remember the number. Is I think they just three? ended season three, right? Or two. I I don't know. I don't know, but um, yeah, we've gotten so f- on Westworld. We only got to the season finale or season one. But uh, it's like the new season reminded me of Blade Runner. Well, oh okay, the new one or the twenty forty nine. Uh, twenty forty nine. With like the cars and the. I've yet to vehicles. see. I've yet to see that one. I know Batista is in it. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford is in it too. Yeah. As uh, is it Deck? No. What's what's the guy's name? Decker, right? Decker. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's so cool. That was such a good movie. Yeah, I've I like have yet to see the new the new one, so I'll have to check it out whenever I get time. Maybe we could do something like a cinema squirrel. <laughs> yeah, we could uh, we can review that film as like Kevin says. Big ups to those guys. Those yeah. guys are awesome. Hell yeah. Check any any of... Ke- oh, dude, speaking of Kevin, 
they actually started a new podcast. Uh, it's called It's Raw, and it's all about kitchen nightmares. Yes, that's they, so dude, great. It's fucking hilarious, dude. It's hilarious. Like, I just finished the first episode, and it's so fucking funny. I love Gordon Ramsay and Kitchen Nightmares as is, so it's like, it's even better. What kind of food did they cover? No, they just cover Kitchen Nightmares, where, like, the Gordon oh, goes the to the show. restaurants. Okay. And he goes, tries to save them, so they review that. Sorry, I misunderstood. Oh, no, it's fine, dude. Um, yeah, that's a that's the podcast, the newest podcast I've listened to. Finally, after, like... This whole quarantine, I didn't think this could happen, but I finally cut up to all of 90 Day Fiancé. Really? Yeah, I've seen, like, all the seasons now, and I'm all cut up to, like, the live showings now, so now we have to wait every week. How many episodes? Uh, it's, like, 13 episodes per season. How many? But, like, uh, well, Happily Ever After is uh, seven seasons. For, yeah, and then, like... Woo! Dang. And, like, the reg- awesome, regular Friday Day Fiance is, like, seven seasons. It's like that's back- a trek, but that's an accomplishment. It's that quarantine, man. It's the quarantine. Just makes us watch TV all day, so fucking watch it. Like like I said, I'm addicted to that show, dude. That's a commitment. You got through <laughs> it, and that's awesome. We started a rewatch of Game of Thrones, and uh, we just finished the Battle of Blackwater episode on season two. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Uh, dude, I I just I forget how great this first couple seasons were. That show had so much depth to it, but then like the last season, I feel like it, the rug got pulled out from her. Dude, like, I, 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 I'm uh, I go to the Free Folk and Game of Thrones subreddit okay. on Reddit, and like I, 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 when I've watched it live, I'm not gonna lie. When I watched season eight live, I didn't find it that bad. Like, yes, there was a lot of stuff that's just like. You can, like, forgive because, like, there wasn't no time or whatever, but, like, the time, time hop where people would just show up one place to another when other seasons it took, like, a whole season to get to a place. Yeah. So I forgave that kind of shit. And then, but then there's just, like, some dumb decisions that happen. And then once I started actually reading everybody's, like, thoughts about it, I kind of, like, now I, I hate season eight now. Like, I could have tolerated it before. What's your number one gripe about it? It's <sighs> a deep question. I don't know. What I appreciated the most about it was Arya. I loved Arya so much when what she accomplished in that season. I will say my number one gripe is exactly how they say in The Godfather, look what they did to my girl, Daenerys. I think that's my number one gripe because, like, if if George R.R. Martin's whole plan is to make her the Mad Queen, Mm -hmm. they should have done it a lot better on the show than what they did. It's kind of like a cop-out. Yeah, because, like... See, this is the thing that I just don't fucking understand, is that if the showrunners... Because supposedly the whole reason why they wanted to get out of the Game of Thrones stuff was because they had Star Wars lined up with Disney. That's lame. And they wanted to get out of Game of Thrones, so it's like... That's okay, not a good excuse. Why didn't you hand off hand it off? Because HBO wanted, like, at least another four seasons. Uh-huh. They wanted to get to season, like... 12 or whatever. I could see it doing you know, that. Too. At least season 10. I heard I heard that at least they wanted at least to get season 10. Yeah. So like they wanted more episodes and they were just like no and then they asked them to hand it off to somebody else and they said no. So it's like I don't fucking understand. Like why didn't you do it if you're not committed to the project anymore? Give it the proper respect it deserves. Exactly. Give it a proper ending. Yeah, and so like they um that's probably my biggest gripe. Um 
I guess Bran being the king spoiler if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, but uh, yeah, Bran ends up being the king just cause who has a better story than him, which is bullshit. Cause John has a better story than him. He like, becomes king of the wild after everything all happens he, again. <laughs> like, he legit rides dragons, comes back from the dead, leads the free folk. Mm-hmm. He fucking united the whole north. You know, so it's like, who has a better story than Brand? Fucking John does. Uh, yes. You know, so she's uh, Arya and Jon Snow. Uh, they both had amazing character arcs, but then it just seemed like they were swept to the side right at the end. So I, uh, a couple months ago, I rewatched the Battle of Winterfell. Did you catch the part where John straight up tries to just yell at? The undead dragon. No, I didn't. I don't remember that. Yeah, so like when it's all the the like dramatic music where the night king's walking up to uh, to Bran, and uh, I didn't catch it until somebody put it on Reddit. So I watched it again, real quick, and it's the part where John's behind hiding behind a rock while uh, Vis- Viserion is uh, just throwing, uh, just spitting out the fire at him. He's behind the rock, and he and like he stops. Viserion stops. And John just stands up. He's like, "I've had enough of this." And he's just like, "Ah!" <laughs> and it's like, John, what? You, like, if the Night King didn't die, then like, what was he expecting to happen? John was gonna cut a scathing promo on the dragon. <laughs> Look at here, Viserion. You might come into my home. Oh God, that would have been hilarious. You're gonna come and mess with the Night's Watch. You think I don't know nothing? You know nothing, Viserion. <laughs> it's so great. And guess what? I fucked your mom. <laughs> Cause that's how we do in Targaryen country. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. He just just turns into a, like a skating promo, and then like Viserion's like, "All right, that's it. We need to sell this in the ring." <laughs> um. That's about it for watching. And then, for anything for movies? No. We have Blazers versus Lakers coming up pretty soon. Dude, like, I'm so pumped up for that series because I betted a shit ton of people. First, that we would make the playoffs. Well, everybody was saying that we weren't. Such a huge So I got, I got some money from that. And I started betting some people that we, are, we will at least... Because a lot of people say we're going to get swept. But, like, mm. fuck no. Like, I don't believe that for a second. If... We can for sure make it a seven-game series, and if nobody on the Lakers steps up, besides LeBron and AD, that we we have this in the bag because they have nobody that can guard CJ or Lillard. That's for sure. I feel with Dame putting on those sixty-one points in that one game, there's no way in hell we're gonna get swept against the Lakers. No, Mm-mm. like, like. I'm trying to think who who can just stop those guys. There's nobody that can stop. LeBron's too old to pick up a point guard, especially that quick. And we have other weapons on our team. And now, and now that we got Nurk back, Nurk is fucking killer. At he's like, you know who reminds me? I don't know how much of a fan you are of the Blazers, but like, I don't know if you remember Arvidas Sabonis. Yes, he reminds me of that dude, like a big that can pass and shoot. Like Nurk he's just developing a three point shot the right Bosnian now. Beast. Yeah. Unleashed for sure, dude. For sure, I, I was picking the Clippers to beat to win the whole thing. And but if we get if we can get past the Lakers, I think we can beat the Clippers. Another hidden we- weapon in our asset currently 
is uh, Gary Trent Jr. You got to keep an eye on that guy. He's going to be a secret weapon for the Blazers for sure. Well, he is a man, according to his jersey. The man. He is the on man. The spot he right is now. the man. He is making his name known on the court and with the points he's putting up. Yeah. Yeah, legit. Like I, I, I'm so pumped up for the. I haven't been pumped up for these for NBA playoffs in a while. Even though last year we made the conference finals, which I do, that was our best shot of winning. Though yeah. I can't believe we got swept last year, but that's neither here or there. That just adds fuel to the fire for this season. Yeah, we yeah. gotta bring it to everybody and show them what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, any new music that you've been listening to or anything? Mm, not really. I mean, I just I usually go on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Or I usually go on SiriusXM and listen to '90s hard rock on Turbo. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, Drake just came out with a new song. What's it called? Uh, Laugh now, and cry later. I think it's called. That's cool. The only reason why I bring it up is because the video was shot at the campus, Nike campus, in the Nike employee store. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was pretty cool seeing all that stuff on on there. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, listen to it. it's an alright song. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a Drake fan, so it's like I like I like pretty much whatever he puts out. But uh, my wife used to work at Nike, so it's like I I know that campus in and out. I like music, so we'll give it a fair shot. Yeah, and then um, what else was out? Did you, did you watch the, or did you hear about Cardi B's and Megan the Stallion's new song? I saw video? that video on YouTube. <laughs> did you do you know what WAP means? Uh, I kind of piece together what it means. <laughs> well, apparently, like, like, okay, I listen to rap nonstop, right? So, like, I'll listen to, like, rappers talk about, male rappers talk about killing people, uh-huh. having sex, doing whatever. But <laughs> I think this was, like, the first song that actually made me blush. Like, I don't think I can bump this out loud. It's pretty salacious, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, apparently WAP is, stands for Wet Ass Pussy. There's no beating around the bush with that one. <laughs> no, legit, dude. Like, I mean, all fair fucks to them. But, like, I mean, like I said, like, if, if male rappers can talk about whatever, females can do the same. It's true. You know, that's that's what it should be fair. Women should be able to express their sexuality, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Oh, there is somebody who is does think this is wrong. Do you know who who... This guy named Ben Shapiro is. I've heard of him. If you want to watch something funny, guys, go on YouTube. I think it's on YouTube. I saw it on Facebook, but I bet you it's on YouTube. <laughs> Have Type in Ben Shapiro talks about WAP. And he, <laughs> he goes on a rant. <laughs> okay, he goes on a rant on how supposedly this song is so bad that supposedly feminists should be ashamed that this is going on. Uh, that uh, we need to lock these women up because they're not good role models. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually leads, reads out the lyrics in his little nasally voice that he does. Or, or if that's his real voice, <laughs> then I feel sorry for whoever he's married to. Yeah. Um, but he reads it out, so it's so funny. He'll be like, something, something, explicitive. Something, something, I can't say that word. Something, something, uh, can't say this word. And it, it is just so fucking funny because it's like, first of all, little, little bitch, yes, feminists 
like, because he was saying that this is what feminists has fought for. I can't believe this is what they fought for. And if they this is what they fought for, they should be ashamed of themselves. Like, what, to be treated equal as men? To me, the guy just sounds like the hall monitor that wasn't invited to the frat party. He's just, like, he's uptight, and he can't handle the sexuality, so he has to pick it apart. Well, it's just, like, see, this is the thing. I, my, the way I grew up is, like, it's, like, um, they would say, my parents would be, like, hey, you know, if you don't like it, don't do it. But don't complain if somebody was, like, smoking, for example. I hate smoking cigarettes. I hate the smell of it. I hate everything about it. Okay. But... I've had my friends smoke smoke around me, and I never once passed judgment on them for them doing it. If they want to do it, that's fine. I'm not going to be around with around you while you do it, but it's like, you know, I'm not going to pass judgment on you. If you like fucking gay porn or you like fucking, I don't know, some, 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 something weird, I'm not going to pass judgment on you. Because just because I don't like it, I'm not going to force my views upon you. That's fair. And I feel that a lot of these, like, right-wing talk talking heads they feel the need to be like it's this way or the highway you know if you don't do this you're a sinner and blah 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 it's like why do you care why do you care if somebody likes like take Ben Shapiro for example like why does he care if if Megan and Cardi B want to talk about their wops you know <laughs> it's like let them be you know like like I said what's you, that gonna do to his bottom line at the end of the day exactly dude it's like it's like legit like He's gonna. He, it wouldn't affect him one minute if so, somebody's gonna listen to that song. Like, just don't listen to it. If you don't like it, don't fucking listen to it. He's critiquing it because it's popular and relevant right mm-hmm. now, and it's drawing attention to him. Yep. That's the only reason. Yep. And then, and another point that I bring up is that don't have a fucking celebrity be supposedly have your kid look up to. You don't know how that person really is. You know. Exactly. You don't. You don't know if that person really is a the biggest piece of shit out there, you know, and, but he puts up a, fr- a public persona, you know, right. kind of like this racist hot dog that I know, <laughs> where he puts up all about, uh, say your prayers and eating your, all your vitamins, and uh, turns out he was just a big piece of shit, racist asshole. Yeah, talking about... Uh... He who should not be named, that's what I'm going to start calling him. <laughs> no, fucking Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea. I mean, like, is there any other examples that you know about, like, wrestlers who, like, you know, either could be, like, the worst kind of guy or the best kind of... Well, I mean, Shawn Michaels was noted as being, uh, I guess, difficult to work with backstage within the late 90s, and he was a big star within WWF back in the time. Dude, um, check out the New Generation Project podcast. They cover all the new gen new gen era, okay. And um, I knew Shawn Michaels was, um, a, as the British would say, a huge cunt. <laughs> but I didn't know he was that bad. Like, there's just, he was really bad, really bad back in the day. What um, were the details? I don't know exactly. There's all. just just a lot of politicking, a lot of burying of the folks. Okay. You know, just like. Like, anything you've heard of the click, just times ten. Was he just trying to impose his will creatively, yeah. or...? Mm-hmm. Just trying to, like... Just... And there's a reason why, like, Vince, like, always favored him, you know? It's just because, like, he has... Vin- he had Vince's ear. 
you know, just, it was just... Yeah, a special friendship? Yeah. Over everyone else on the roster? Well, because he was Vince's boy toy, as the honky-tonk man puts it. Uh-uh. Um, but yeah, he was just, he, he was like... Like, did you ever hear what he did to Vader? And, no. Okay, so like in SummerSlam, or in the summer of 96, Vader comes into the WWF, right? Okay. And um, I think it's 96. And um, he uh, he's getting built up as this monster heel, and of course, Sean's the champion. And um, he they, they have their big match at SummerSlam. Um, he pretty much sabotaged, like, Vader's whole run for the rest of the company his time in the company because he complained that he was too stiff like mid-match he started like just not working with him anymore because he was too stiff yeah that's really unprofessional yeah yeah and then once he got backstage he like ripped Vader a new one and he like almost made him cry just for not being able to handle working with him out in the ring yeah that's uh that's very unprofessional. It's so prima donna. Dude, like I said, like he's my favorite wrestler of all times, but like I can understand just how big of a dick he was back in the day. You know? Everybody has trials and tribulations they have to go to. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I think it's those demons and those things that push us down that help us fight and push through and be able to create a brighter future for ourselves. I truly believe that. That's good, dude. I love your positivity. You you always have like really good positive outlooks and stuff. But the thing is, is I always feel like I'm right in the edge. Like, oh, I always have that. Uh, I don't know, just that dread feeling at all times, twenty four seven. Damn. I can't shake it. <laughs> that anxiety, always... depression, it's just always constant running through my bones. I always I'm I'm like the opposite. Like I I'm always cool, calm, and collective, but I'm always on the negative side of stuff. I'll be like, ah, you know, like if something's wrong with my car, I'm like, ah, oh, it's probably something super expensive, dude. I don't want to fucking deal with it. I live in my head yeah. my head a lot. So I always analyze things a million times. Believe me. Is there, do you know Do you know of any other uh, any other wrestlers of? Uh... Um. Well. I, I heard, mean, I heard D. Bride, Daniel Bryan was like really cool, off off camera. Really I, nice. I don't want to give my opinion on Daniel Bryan because he's from Seattle and we have a rivalry with Seattle. <laughs> I can pass just because I love I love Daniel Bryan. He's a good wrestler. He's a good dude. I appreciate him. But uh, I actually haven't heard about the disparaging remarks that he's made backstage or like what he's done. Yeah. Did you hear about how AJ Styles is a flat earther? No. Yeah, supposedly Randy Orton confirmed it. I can't. I can't remember. If it was like on a podcast or somebody just straight out, straight out asked him about it, about his thoughts about that, and he's like, "Yeah, he's a flat earther." I was like, "AJ, no, <laughs> don't don't do this to me, man." Gonna be like a. Uh, what do you call it? People that go chart over across the world. Like, uh, what did what was what did Amelia Earhart do? I don't know who that is. Oh, she flew. She was supposed to fly around the world, and then she disappeared. I guess Amelia Earhart. Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, I mean, it's just I was thinking how would we have to show him the world somehow to let him know that it's not flat. <laughs> I don't know how anybody can like this whole conspiracy about that. Like, there's a good documentary about it on Netflix. If you oh. haven't checked it out, what's it called? Um. 
Let me look it up real quick. Okay. I mean, I, I'm curious to see it. It's actually it's actually really good. The only reason why I knew about it is because on the Squared Circle subreddit, they're like, AJ Styles makes a quick uh, appearance on it, and it's <laughs> actually the part where he gets uh, into it with Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack. That's great. Yeah, he's like... Oh. AJ Styles has his own, like, aliens moment. I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying it, that it's flat, but there's, there's stuff out there, man. That's perfect. Uh, flat Earth documentary Netflix. Netflix documentary, let's put that. Netflix. Oh, Behind the Curve. It's oh. on Netflix. It's really good, dude. Behind the Curve. Yeah, that one's actually really interesting, and it's just... Oh, so actually, speaking of Netflix, there was something that really pissed me off that I saw. And, like, it actually, it reminded me of playing, and don't get me wrong, I love The Last of Us Part Two, but it was one of the few games where I had to keep taking breaks because it was just emotionally breaking me down because it's so fucking sad. Which game? Last of Us Part Two. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, but there's this documentary that I was watching on Netflix. It's called Immigration Nation. Okay. And my wife actually ended up walking out of the room we were in, um, that we watched TV in. She said she didn't want to watch this shit anymore because it pissed her off that much. And I couldn't watch it straight either. I had to keep taking breaks because it was pissing me off. What so, happened? Like, Immigration Nation's just, uh pretty much shows you behind the scenes stuff of like how ICE deals with immigrants and immigrants like life you know always being afraid of you know ICE being you know trying to get them and just just it's terrible you know just stuff just like that and it's just like nobody should ask to live in fear like I come from a family of immigrants luckily I was blessed enough to be actually born in here so I don't I can't I never and I will never be able to understand that feeling of you know having to look over my shoulder but, like, these ICE agents, man, if that's really how they act, it really pisses me off that my tax dollars is going to that because they treat this as a game, dude. Like, they, they, they're making fun of them, calling them animals, and, like, they're, like, laughing it up always about, like, just getting a bunch of people. Oh, you only got, like, 10, 10 guys? We need 20. You need to get 10 more and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's like a huge game to them, dude, and it was... I have a rough situation with my family life, and I have <coughs> no room or means whatsoever to say I can compare or know what that feels like, but I totally empathize, and I feel like nobody should ever have to live in fear or have to go through that at all whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, like I like I said, I come from a uh, family of immigrants, some legally, some illegally. I will flat out say that, but, like... A lot of the stuff that's, like, the talking points and the political... Not to get too political on this podcast, but, like, all this shit that a lot of, like, the like the government says, you know, like, oh, they're only here, you know, to be, like, sending money back home. And you don't realize how much $100 is back to wherever the original country is. Like, my parents is from Mexico. My okay. wife's from Mexico. And, like, you don't know how long... Or how long a hundred dollars goes for? It, it's it does a lot. So like I'm sure it so goes like, a long way. It's they're out. They're not out here to steal from us. Like like whenever I don't know whoever got that idea that they oh yeah there's they come here and use all our benefits for free and blah blah blah. I'm like 
like my dad said one day, and I was talking about him. He's like, I would like to know where all this free shit's going because I, I want some too. I feel like part of that fear is being instilled by the media, though. Yeah, that's why. That's why I mean, like both. I always said too much of a good thing or too much of anything is bad, no matter what it is. No matter like, for me, I love drinking soda. I know if I drink too much of it, it'll be bad for me. Yeah. And same thing with like left left wing media, right wing media. Too much of it is bad. Like there, I wish there was more balanced media out there. You know, if you don't look for it, you're not gonna find it. No. So. And if you, you can't follow. For me personally, I don't get into politics because I feel both sides are hardcore going into their narrative and trying to force their narrative on each other whereas you're not having constructive just alone rational thinking yeah they're they're gone are the days of people actually hashing it out i don't agree with you you don't agree with me let's look let's let's find a middle ground there's none of that let's have a common interest and try to work it out together there's none of that anymore and it's and it's more it's just that's why I, there's a bunch of posts I see of, you know, my friends and stuff on Facebook, but I would love to comment on them, but I'm just like, I don't want to get into it, so I just don't, I just ignore it. Me too, bro. So, it's, it's, it is sad that, you know, politics have pretty much become wrestling. It's just, government's working heel and just making us feel emotions. It's weird because you hear wrestlers saying all the time that they notice the negativity of the fans on Twitter and everything. But I think that this year, with the politics and everything just being so infused into our lives and everything, that it's just ratcheting and amplifying everything up so much more that you see the negativity seeping out into everything. And Mm -hmm. it just makes everything so toxic. And you have to... It's just... Wow. It's a weird time that we're in right now. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to... It's actually a pretty good documentary, so I definitely recommend it. But like I said, it... Immigration Nation just was one of those documentaries where I'm like, fucking hell, man. I can't I can't watch. Turn it off, watch something else real quick, and come back to it. it, was, it, it and, and for me, I'm one of the type of person who kind of, who, who can stand most anything. Like, I'll watch anything gory, I'll watch anything sad, anything good, comedy, anything. Where was the, where was it on? Netflix as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was one of those few, few, uh, the thing about that, though, is that even though it's terrible, it's good to, uh, I guess, have that knowledge, I guess, in your mind. Yeah. So that you're cognizant about it and can yeah. make better decisions overall. Yeah, for sure. It's terrible. It's horrific. I, I, I completely agree with you 100%. I mean, like, do, do I agree that coming in here illegally is wrong? Yes, I do. You know. But then again, I understand the reasons why people do it. Like, mm-hmm. go out, go out, do, like, what Americans don't understand is that we don't, we don't even want to be fucking janitors, dude. We don't want to be, you know, we're, a lot of these immigrants are doing jobs that we don't want to do, okay. you know? I certainly don't want to be picking up after somebody. Like, I can't, like, I remember um, one, one summer I worked as a janitor to help out my wife's, um, wife's brother's company. He has a janitor company, and a custodian company I should say and uh, he's like I need workers can you come help me out I'm like yeah I fucking hated it we're pigs man <laughs> we had kind of clean up banks and stuff dude and th- 
there was just some nasty ass shit that I just found like in bathrooms and everything. So I worked like, over the summer as like a janitor for a school, so yeah. I know what that's like uh, cleaning the classrooms and the desk. And yeah, so it's like a lot of like I understand that all that stuff, but it's like okay, maybe if we made it a little easier to become a citizen, you know, we wouldn't have this problem. I always said, dude, like I always said, like the main things that you need in this country is you need to know how to drive, so you need to get a license. And then obviously get insurance. Yep. You need to learn the language. So obviously you need to be taking, getting some school so you can actually communicate with people. Mm-hmm. And you need an education. So obviously you need at least a GED. So it's like, you know, what happens if we actually started doing a program where it's all like, okay, you want to be a citizen? You need to do these three things first. We'll help you through this. And if you get this, you become a citizen. And then everybody's happy. People are doing it the right way, they say, you know. And then uh, they're becoming legally so legal, so then you won't have so many people driving without a license or without insurance. And then you can have the healthy economy because these guys are going to start contributing legally, you know. Definitely. Everything's uh, checked in the box and yeah, everything's so, situated, so why would there be anything to complain about? I mean, like, because, like, right now, you know what the most fucked up thing is right now since, like, I started, like, getting into the kind of political stuff with the immigration stuff? It's like, illegals, they pay taxes, all right? Like, don't let any any of you, any of those guys or any media talking points or talking heads fucking tell you they don't. They pay fucking taxes. They probably pay more than me. And you know what the fucked up thing is? They can't claim any of that at the end of the year. They don't get a tax refund at the end of the year like we do. They lose what? that money. Yeah. Yeah. So any, any fucker that comes in, and I have family as proof, of that, that they pay taxes and everything, That's messed up. but they can't claim it because they're illegal. They don't have a social security number, so they can't claim that. I had no idea. Yeah, so that's so that's one thing I would love to put out there that, um, that yeah, that's 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 one thing that always always when I hear that talking point, it's like no, they they pay taxes. They probably pay more than me. That's terrible that they don't get that rebate though. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's messed up. Yeah. Anyways, let's switch the subject. This is too much, too much negativity on here. Um, well, oh, there's another movie I recommend you. Do you know who the Lonely Island is? Yes. With so, Andy, Andy Samberg. Samberg. Yeah. yeah. Though there's an, it's on Hulu. Um, I think it's called. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, it's on Hulu, and it's about. It's kind of like Groundhog Day, where he's sucking in a time loop. Okay. And it's really funny. Really good too. I think they did a. Like a visual album on Netflix a few oh. months back. Yeah. With the was it? It was the baseball? the Bash Brothers. Yes. Yeah, and uh, what's his Mark McGuire and uh, <laughs> and uh, what was the other guy's name? Jose Canseco. That's great. Yeah, uh, it's called uh, Palm Springs. That's what the Hulu movie's called. Okay. That one's really good. When did it come out? Came out a couple weeks ago. Um, I can't remember where where I saw a commercial for it, but then um, I love anything Andy Samberg slash Lonely Island, so... They're always really fun. I fucking... We, me and the wife watched that real quick, and it was really good. Nice, li- nice little, like... I guess you could say romantic comedy. Thank you for all these cool recommendations. I appreciate it. Oh, like it. I said, dude, come <laughs> to me, man, because, like, I've been doing... With this quarantine, there's, there's nothing I've not been doing of short of watching anything on TV or on... Um, 
movie-wise. Hey, if we're not tackling, like, the world's problems, we're finding good entertainment to watch and enjoy <laughs> together. Pretty much, dude. Um, yeah, man, I just wish, I just wish, like, more people were into, like, uh, you want to hear a really depressing slash funny story? Sure. Of, Let's go. So, I, I remember when I first saw uh, The Lonely <laughs> Island Crew, a movie about them. My cousin, out of all people, he's like, he's like, let's go to the movies. I'm like, but there's nothing to watch. He's like, oh, no, there's this funny movie that looks really good. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, I'll go see it. It ended up being Hot Rod. I don't know if you've ever seen Hot Rod. He's like a stuntman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're in the theater. It's actually pretty packed. We're at the Cornelius Theater. Okay. And it's kind of pretty packed. So it, I'm like a slut for comedy, I always say, <laughs> because I'll laugh at anything, dude. If anything is fucking remotely funny, yeah. like if a cat falls off a couch or something, I'll laugh at it. I'm just that... I, like, if you want to be like, all right, I'm going to kill you, but you have to laugh. <laughs> I will lose. I will lose if at that game, and I would die. But, so I'm watching Hot Rod, dude, and it's like, just joke after joke in that movie, and I'm just fucking dying. I'm laughing, right? Yeah. And, but I'm noticing that I kind of only hear my laugh, and I, so, um, oh, what no. part of what? It was at the part where he is going down the hill, and he ends up. Uh, hitting the RV, oh. and then fucking Re- uh, Danny McBride beats up the guy. And he's like, "You're you're gonna make the demons come out of me? <laughs> I go to church every goddamn Sunday." <laughs> so I'm fucking. I I think I slipped out of the chair because I was laughing so That's hard, great. dude. I'm fucking laughing. That's the and best. so when I'm getting back up on my chair, I look up and everybody's looking at me. Yeah. Nobody's laughing. Oh, no. Nobody is finding this movie funny. That's and such a good moment, though. Exactly. I mean, that's priceless that you were laughing and enjoying it so hard and everybody else oh, was just not I was so embarrassed. My cousin was like, I don't know who you are right now. That makes I don't me happy it. for you because you appreciated <laughs> it, truly. But, dude, just I, I just lost it at that part. And then I lost it again when they do the... Uh, the the comeback montage where they all come in and like they're all happy and stuff right before the the day of the big stunt. I'm gonna be honest; it's been a long time since I've seen it. Okay, so they so like it's this one song I can't remember who it's, but it's like it's some inspirational song, and so everybody's all like getting their hopes up, up, and then like uh, the four characters are walking down the street and they have like this big old like chorus and people behind them. Okay. They're singing and it's all super, like super positive and everything. That's cool. And then out of nowhere it yeah, turns into a fucking riot. Oh no. <laughs> and it's like people are burning down buildings and like just fucking beating. There's one point that this part made me slip from my seat again was there's an old lady <laughs> going with his wheelchair and they knock her out and they steal oh, her wheelchair dude. Dang. <laughs> kind of makes me think of the fight in Anchorman with all the different it's exactly newspapers. <laughs> so like I'm just and again nobody was laughing I'm just like I literally wanted to be like everybody out if you're right? not going to join the movie everybody get back their sense of humor cards <laughs> like let me enjoy this in peace but yeah it's like I wish people knew about him because, like, that underperformed, that pop star never stopped stopping movie. I saw that. That was great. Hilarious. That was so funny. I was, unfortunately, I wasn't able to catch it in theaters, but when I saw it, I, it was super funny. But I guess that underperformed as well. So it's like, ah, I wish they had this breakout hit. I saw a pop star in the theater, but I saw Hot Rod, like, on DVD mm-hmm. or on streaming. No, Hot Rods like legit have become my favorite favorite movie. That's and cool. My dream mashup for comedy 
is um, the Seth Rogen crew with The Lonely Island. That would be my dream, like, mashup. That would be a cool movie. Killer ki- collab. Dude, it would be legit, because, like, if we almost had the 22 Jump Street guys, uh, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum, mix in with the Men in Black series, like, give us Lonely Island and... Seth Rogen. Yes, it's like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman. Yeah. You always you gotta have it at some point. It's so great. Well, did you know that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles used to be they there was they were on an episode of Power Rangers. Um. Yeah, back in the day, there was an episode with the Power Rangers and. They had Rangers in space too. They, that's that's the one. That's the season. <laughs> I think that was that was yeah. the season. I was trying to remember because they had so many iterations of Rangers. It's crazy. Well, like I like. I think I just did a rewatch of the Rangers not that long ago, and um, I did the original run, which was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and it ends with Power Rangers in space. Because okay. then after that, it's always a new cast, new season, new theme. Didn't they go on to like ninjas or something? I don't know. They they've been in everything. They've been like time cops. <laughs> I think they've been pirates too. Power Ranger type splinter. <laughs> something like that. I don't know, but yeah, like I watched like from the original. Incarnation to uh, in space and yeah I was to my amazement there was an episode with the fucking That's turtles there it's fucking hilarious but anything else on your mind you um, want to get off well um, been enjoying uh, the New Japan US Cup that they've had recently okay. going on for the past couple weeks uh, what's going on there um, well, they had the official New Japan Pro Wrestling Cup in Japan, mm-hmm. which wrapped up recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's usually a big deal where the winner gets uh, a shot at the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. And they had a big swerve. And in the finale, uh, Evil ended up defeating Tetsuyo Naito mm-hmm. and defecting the Bullet Club. Uh I mean, that's all well and good. It's amazing. Uh, New Japan, they're really good with their wrestling, but I think it's cool and innovative that now that they're having that same kind of cup, but in America, during this pandemic time, during the quarantine, travel restrictions allow, are cutting so that wrestlers can't make it to Japan now. And I think it's a neat way that they can showcase it in America. That's good. That's pretty neat. They got to cut up with someone to do it. For sure. Did you know, like, speaking of, like, the pandemic's, like, travel restrictions, did you know we're only, like, U.S. citizens are only allowed, like, in, like, nine countries in the world? I had no idea. We're, like, legit, like, we're banned from everywhere in the world. That's wild. <laughs> Except for, like, Mexico. So, I mean, it works out for me, because if I, if I need to go from Mexico for my family or anything, I can go. It's almost like people are not wearing masks or anything. <laughs> it, tra- it goes over my rights. I know my rights. I can't breathe with all that CO2 coming back in my face. Jesus. Um, so ridiculous. Did you catch, did you catch uh, NXT and Dynamite or Raw or SmackDown? Um, I miss Dynamite, but, and I miss NXT. You know, it's so crazy with this pandemic. The days of the week, they get so jumbled I'm up. I'm telling you, man, that's now. why I can't, st- I can't stand pandemic wrestling, because like, I don't know where we're at. I forgot right now that we're, today was Sunday. I had no idea what day of the week it was for a second. Legit, like, I, I can't, like, I think only, I only saw Raw bits and parts. I saw Peyton Royce. 
take on uh, Liv Morgan. I always uh, it's yet a to point catch. of viewing to watch AEW and NXT every week. That's that's what I try to do. I try to watch those those shows all the way through, and then I try to watch SmackDown because I enjoy SmackDown a little bit more than well, I should say a lot more than Raw. Mm-hmm. But I just started SmackDown, and um, it was supposed to be Big E and John Morrison starting out, but then I don't know if you know about that retribution storyline they're doing. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it personally. So, everybody's comparing it to Aces and Eights, so this is really scary to me. And I heard Aces and Eights was really bad. Well, when I see the actions of Retribution performing on the destruction with like the chainsaw and tearing everything up, it, uh, I feel like it takes away from the storytelling in the ring, because I feel when I watch wrestling, I like to hear the promos, see the holds, you know maybe occasionally have a weapon implemented into the match. But I appreciate and I love the heart and the passion, the storytelling with the grappling and the storytelling in the ring rather than having something else like that happen. I think what's killing it for me, that's really killing it for me, for at least WWE-wise, is all the cuts they do. So, like, uh, the, there was a really good segment on Raw okay. with Seth Rollins and, uh, and Dominic Mysterio. Yes. And he got... Kane, he got Kane, he got fucked up. Like, if you, I don't know if you've seen it, this is after pictures. I saw it. Yeah, he got fucked up. But like, it looked really painful. Legit, you would have like three cuts in like twenty seconds, and it's just like boom, 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 boom. And it's like, just keep it hard camera. Let me see him get Kane. I don't need to see one hit Seth and the next Murphy doing it, and then another shot of reaction and blah blah blah. It's like just, just leave it there. But. When I saw that happen to Dominic, I felt bad for him, but I give him all the respect and props in the world because he's that much more of a man than I am for taking that punishment. Oh, hell yeah. Earning his respect as a man in that ring. Oh, yeah. It's just, I wish the WWE just let us see that. Like, it just, like, too many cuts, too many cuts and editing and stuff in the matches. Like, that's what I, whenever whenever I watch an old pay-per-view, like, I just, first of all, I miss the crowd, so it's cool hearing crowd. Yeah. And second, I it, it's roar. actually nice. You can see the, all the action with not so many fucking cuts. So. I can see that. Yeah. I guess, uh, what else do I want to get on my chest? Oh, yeah, fuck Joe Rogan, dude. <laughs> what happened with him? He's just an idiot, and everybody thinks that he's super smart. What did he say? Nothing. He's just, his his style is just really dumb, as in, like, so he had this one doctor lady on, you know, and she was one of those doctors supposedly who's against like wearing masks and all that oh. you know, and his thing is, I'm just asking questions bro, you know, wow interesting bro, and it's like fuck off dude, he's trying to placate to the lady saying not to wear masks he does that with everybody, like he'll have, he had like, he'll have a guest and he'll just be like, they'll say something and he's like, oh interesting oh, okay. <laughs> Tell me and more like if, so and, I don't have to do my job. <laughs> exactly. And then like and then people will call him out on it. He's and he'll just, his response is like, I'm just asking questions, man. I'm not either I'm not right or left. I'm just asking questions. He's getting paid to do uh, a talk show. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off, Joe Rogan. And like I don't know. I just I just I can I can't even stand his commentary on UFC anymore. Just he annoys the fuck out of me. Which the UFC fight was really good, if you didn't was watch it? it, yeah. I have respect for MMA, but I haven't been keeping up with it lately. Oh, I love MMA, dude. Like, I like, I remember um, my, my friends getting getting me into it back in, like, 07, 08, and been addicted ever since. 
And, um, yeah, it was a really good fight this weekend. Stipe versus uh, Daniel Cormier. Really good uh, back-and-forth action. How many rounds? They went the full five. It was a heavyweight championship fight. They went the full five. I wasn't able to watch the whole pay-per-view, but uh, I caught the ending the last match. And that's probably the only one I really wanted to watch anyways. Okay. But, um, yeah, I caught it, and I uh, What's the decision? It was, was a unanimous decision. Okay. But I don't agree with it. I, I mean, the right person won. I, I thought Stipe won. He won the match. But I didn't think it was a unanimous decision. Oh, okay. I thought it, it should have been split decision because. How many points? It, dude, there was a, like a forty nine forty six. Really. Yeah. Dang, that's a short margin. Yeah. Well, actually, it's a lot. Or like a small difference. You know, Three so points, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, it was like I think they probably scored around ten eight. But um. But yeah, it was a really good fight. I liked it. So. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, dude, like. As you can tell, and where we're recording, is we've been working on this garage area for fucking like two weeks now, man, and it's just now starting to get done. It looks really good. You should have seen how it was, dude. It was fucking garbage everywhere. And it so, looks really cool. I mean, uh, got everything you need. I don't think you're really missing anything at all. Right. But on that note, um,. We can let's tell the people where they can uh, if they have any like questions or comments, they can add us. Uh, at least for me, you can look up on my Facebook. Uh, it's Kiko Oliveira, K I K O. L. I think I have it all in one word, so it's K I K O, L V E R A. So Facebook.com slash K I K O L V E R A, or you can hit me up on Twitter at Kikizzle O zero six. And uh, where can they, where can they uh, talk to you, my friend? Uh, well, on Facebook, you can find me at Grady Forest Fox, on Facebook there, and on Twitter, you can hit me up at Foxy Woxy or at Fox Grady. Um, yeah, and we're, I'm working on getting uh, getting our podcast a page, so they don't they can just have something for the podcast. They can hit us up on there. Once that's up and running, I'll we'll let them know. Any final words, my friend, before we head on out of here? No, I just, uh, I appreciate spending time with you. Uh, you've always been a good friend, and I appreciate being honest with you and talking to you about everything we do. Oh, dude, that's why, why I wanted to do a podcast in the first place. I want somewhere where we can just, A, review WCW, and B, just have episodes where we just talk our minds, dude, speak our minds. It's cool to clear the air and just get whatever we want to off our chest. For sure, for sure. Well... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Kiko. I'm Grady. And we'll catch you guys later.